It is a great day to get into the Word of God. Hang on and I will be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I am your host, Robin Boone. I am so glad you're here today. We have a great episode coming up and we want to go ahead and get started. I am in 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'll, I'll probably be skipping around and let me read verse, uh, let's see, verse 31. And then I'll give, you know, I'll, I'll lay the foundation for this, but it's it's just an amazing um, scripture. It's an amazing chapter. This is about David and Goliath. And so, so many people know about David and Goliath. And even if you don't read the Bible, you've heard David and Goliath somewhere along the way, somewhere in your life, possibly. But I encourage you to go ahead and read that. Matter of fact, read First Samuel. It's action-packed. <laughs> All right, so First Samuel 17, verse 31. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul. So he had David brought to him. David said to Saul, Don't let anyone be discouraged by him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. All right. Wow. So this story of David and Goliath, we have King Saul, who by this time had had already been told that the kingdom that he was ruling would be torn from him and given to someone better. So Saul and his army, they were fighting against the Philistines, or they were supposed to fight against the Philistines. And, but they were afraid because they had this huge guy, huge soldier named Goliath. He was nine feet, nine inches tall, way taller than the tallest man. And Saul was probably the tallest man. Uh, earlier, he was selected and it says that he, at, to be king, and it says in the Bible that he was taller. He stood above every other man. So even with that, Goliath was several feet possibly taller than Saul. Maybe maybe three, but definitely taller than Saul. And he was also a warrior. The Bible talks about him. Saul talks to David about uh, Saul being uh, Goliath being a warrior from his youth. So he grew up fighting. He was a stone cold warrior. Okay. And not only was he a warrior, but all the Philistines. So anyway, they were, they would go out to battle. They would go to the battle line. The Philistines would go to their battle line and the, this Goliath would come out and threaten them and come on, I'll kill you and all this kind of stuff. So I want to get to the, to the meat of this. So they were in a place where the, the Philistines would come out to their battle line. Goliath would, you know, do his threatenings. And then the Israelite army 
under Saul's command, they would run because they were afraid. So they would go back to hiding. And so this went on for 40 days. Can you believe that? This, this thing went on for 40 days. So David is sent by his father from tending sheep to the battlefield, to the battle so that he could bring food, sustenance to his brothers while they were serving in the army on the battle, at the battle line, you know, in the area where the battle was supposed to take place. So David carried food, he carried cheese for the commander, and his father sent him also to find out how his brothers were doing because this was 40 days and there was no fighting going on. And so David obeyed his father, went on with the cheese, the food, the bread, the the grain to give to his brothers to make sure they they were taken care of, that they could eat. And so this this issue is going on with with, uh, Goliath. And so David gets to, to the battle line and he hears what Goliath is saying and how Goliath is threatening the Israelite army. So David says, so David overhears the men. That's why I was saying you have to read this. There's a lot involved. But David overhears what the rewards of being, of defeating Goliath and the Philistines would be. One of the rewards is that Saul, the king, would make whoever defeated Goliath and the Philistines, he would make their family and him rich, the victor rich. He would give the one who defeated Goliath and the Philistines, he would give his the king's daughter, the king would give his daughter to whoever that um, victor was. And also, he would, the king, would relieve that man's family from paying taxes. So that family would never have to pay taxes again. And so these things... Uh, first of all, David was upset because he was like, hold on, this giant is, is cursing our God. He's defying the armies of the living God. He is standing up here basically saying, your God ain't going to do anything. Y'all don't have the strength. You're just cowards and blah, blah, blah. And you know, I'm going to feed you to the birds. You, you're just no good. So this, this giant is out here making the children of Israel or the Israelite army and the king now afraid. So David is like, no, no, mm -mm, we're not going to do this. So David says, David was asking, he was asking different men. So what are the rewards now? What is it? What's going to happen now? My family's not going to have to pay taxes anymore. And, you know, then, of course, the note about the the king's daughter. But I don't believe David was concerned about that. His family would not have to deal with taxes anymore. So whatever the case, whatever David's motivation was, the main motivation was like, this fool, this giant is not going to be out here talking about my God. No, this is not going to happen. God is too great. David had formed a relationship with God. He had seen God's hand in his life. God had sent a prophet to anoint him as king. He was still serving as a shepherd, but he was anointed to be, he was anointed to be the next king. But anyway, so 
we get here. David is has has um, said what he said. Somebody overheard David asking questions. Took David to the king, King Saul. David said, "Don't let anyone be discouraged. I'll go fight. I know this guy is nine feet nine inches tall, but I have seen my God." David talks about how when he was out tending sheep in his father's field, his father's sheep. A lion or a bear would come and snatch one of the sheep out of the fold. And David would go after that lion and that bear. And he would knock that bear down and knock that lion down, deliver that sheep, take the sheep back. And then he would go after again. He would go after the lion and the bear, catch them by their fur, knock them out and kill them. This is a boy. Okay. So he was telling Saul, I have done all this. God has been with me. So this this Philistine giant, he is nothing. I got this. I got this, King Saul. I got it. Don't even worry about it. But what I want us to see, what really jumped out at me, was the fact that David said to the king, don't let anyone fear because of this Philistine. Don't be afraid. God will send someone to fight for us. Hallelujah. When we, there are times when we get beat down so much and we do walk in fear and we do walk in concern. We do walk in uncertainty that God will send someone else to help us fight our battle. When we don't have the strength, when we just cannot find it within ourselves, even though we have it, sometimes it is buried under the weight of grief or sorrow or fear or uncertainty or disappointment. And the thing about God is he understands He is compassionate and he will not allow us to fight alone. When we have no strength or our strength is small, when we cry out to him for help, because there's the key, we have got to ask for help. But when we cry out to him, even if if it's not a verbal cry, I've talked about this before, like the the moanings and the groanings, you know, the things that that go on in our hearts. Sometimes we can't express it because we are so burdened down that we can't actually speak the words. But if they are in our spirit, I have been at the place where I wasn't able to say what was on my heart because the grief or the sorrow or just the disappointment was so great that I really couldn't get the words out. I would just kind of go through life. But in my spirit, I was actually crying out. And I think I talked about this. I was actually crying out like this, Lord, help me. But it was in my spirit, in my mind, I couldn't get the words out. So in that, God heard it, right? And so He sent help. He sent help. So God will send the help that you need, that you and I need. When we are struggling with defeat. And that's what God did in David. 
David, yes, he was concerned that this this giant was um, defaming and and just blaspheming the name of God. But David also, God also gave him the compassion for everyone that was around him. He understood that these men are afraid. And he also understood that we have a mission to accomplish. We have got to defeat. And so if God wants to use me to fight their battle because they're walking in fear right now, then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna risk my life. But one thing I know that David knew that God was with him and he would do what needed to be done. And so I wanna encourage us, those of us who feel strong right now. You know, the Bible talks about us bearing the infirmities of the weak, of holding one another up. And so if you're strong right now and you know that you have a brother or sister who is feeling weak, who is really being defeated, who just um, is going through so much one after the other after the other and they're getting beat down, then be like David and go to God on their behalf. Go to war because our warfare is not like David's was physical, even though it was happening in the spiritual realm. Our warfare is not in the natural. So you're not going to necessarily go out and beat somebody up, whoever is taunting your friend or your family member. You're not going to go and, you know, but you're going to go. We're going to go into battle for them on our knees. We're going to go into battle for them in the heavenly, in the spiritual realm. And we're going to fight for them. If you are one who is weak, if you are the one who is beat down and just cannot find the strength because sometimes, y'all, sometimes it gets like that. If you are that one, then cry out to the Lord and also ask for help. Ask for help. If you know someone who knows knows how to pray, then honey, you have got to ask them to pray for you. There's nothing wrong. Listen, I know, my goodness, I know it is so natural for me to try to fight every battle by myself. It is natural for me. But I'm tired of doing that. I am tired. I have even told the Lord, I said, you know what? I'm tired of fighting these battles alone. Because I get beat up. And I just don't feel like getting beat up anymore. So I'm tired of doing it by myself. And I'm going to start asking for help. And when I started asking for help, and I'm not just talking about asking God for help in prayer. I'm talking about going to a sister or a brother and saying, please pray for me today. That's a humbling thing to know that I am not able to always overcome by myself. And neither are you. So ask for help. Cry out to God, yes. And allow him to lead you to that one who you know you can trust, 
lean on. You don't even have to give them all of the, listen, if there's someone who really, really, um, you know, has a solid relationship with God, doesn't, I did not say they were perfect, but you know, your stuff is not going to go out on the airways because of their gossiping. You need to go ahead and talk to them. Maybe you don't have to give them details. As a matter of fact, when some people, when we know that someone needs prayer, all they have to do is come to us and say, look, I need you to pray. And we don't have to go into detail and say, hey, what's wrong? And we can, because that does show concern. But we can say, hey, okay, let's stop. We're going to pray right now. And you'll get the help that you need. There is a David out there for you. There's a David in your midst you may not even know who it is but ask the lord to show you who it is that you can go to and who can help you fight that battle because sometimes we just need help so when david said in first samuel 17 verse 31, I'm sorry, it's actually verse 32. David said to Saul, don't let anyone be discouraged by him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. Do you know that there are warriors just waiting to fight on your behalf? God has them ready, prepared for battle. They have their armor on. Oh yes, there are angels ready to fight for you. But there are also angels right here on this earth, ready, willing, prepared, equipped to fight. You don't have to do this alone. All right? So again, if you are the one who is prepared, equipped, ready, strong in the faith, in a place right now where you just are, you know, you can go and fight and you see someone in need, you see someone who is getting beat down, Go to battle for them. Go to battle on their behalf. If you are the one who is weak, who is beaten down, who just doesn't see that you can make it, then you find, you cry out to God, yes, and you find someone who can fight for you. Because we are in this together. And we are already victorious. But sometimes we don't feel like we're victorious. So you get the help. Oh my God, you get the help. So I'm just encouraging you. This is your action plan. Find someone to fight for you or fight for someone else. All right? You be encouraged. You be encouraged to fight. You be encouraged to receive the help that you need. God bless you. Father, thank you for those who are struggling right now. Thank you for those who are ready to help those who are struggling. I pray that you, God, would lay people on our hearts that are able to help us carry our burdens. And then for those who are ready to carry burdens for others, help us to do that. And help us to do it with humility. Father, I just pray your anointing upon those who are weak, and I pray your anointing upon those who are strong. And I pray that you teach us how to bear the infirmities of the weak. And for us, Lord, who get weak sometimes, help us not to be afraid to cry out to help for help, 
to you and then to our brother or sister, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you for the example in David. Thank you for the humility of his heart and for his willingness to go to battle for his brothers and for his nation and for you. Thank you, Lord. I praise you and I give you all the glory for you are truly worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Feel free to reach out to me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. You can grab me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. I'm here. God bless you and I love you. But God definitely loves you eternally and perfectly. Bye-bye.